All right. Welcome, everyone. How are we doing? Thanks for tuning into the Max Schmarzo podcast. As always, if you guys are curious, check out the seven day free trial to the Always an Athlete team. That's the program that I run, um, that I am programming for. So check it out if you guys want to give it a go on the Train Heroic app. So let's just hop right in. By the way, I'm doing this in my living room today because I'm watching uh, the TBT, the basketball tournament, the, the most straight to the point tournament ever the basketball tournament which i actually kind of enjoy watching as uh these guys are former hoopers and college players i used to like to watch and i'm watching right now because jimmer Fredette is playing and jimmer Fredette was one of my favorite basketball players i think i give him top three top five all time definitely top three um he might be i was a big jj reddick fan and a big jimmer fan big steph curry fan and who didn't love steph curry when he made that big run um some arbitrary other players as well. Like some, again, I'm not like a big, like, Oh, I have a list of favorite players, but I always like watching, uh, guys who draw my attention. Typically, I guess they're shooters. Cause I can relate. I was a big Joey Dorsey fan though, from Memphis. So I'm not athletic like Joey Dorsey, but he's one of my favorite players. So I guess they don't have to be a shooter. Um, and so I'm, I'm watching this and it got me thinking a little bit about the idea of the difference between specific and general physical abilities and it's a topic that we don't really talk about um in the private sector in the public sector whatever sector but it's a really important topic because i think it really holds a lot of people back from their fitness goals um, and their personal goals so i think well, let's just break it down like it is right off the bat general is something that is universal universally necessary a very general physical uh attribute would be something like a vo2 um, your ability to utilize oxygen, your VO2 max, I should say. Your general strength levels, like very general in terms of just like being able to squat pattern, a hinge pattern, being able, being able to sprint, I would call that a general physical ability. Then there are other ones as well, like just muscle mass. You can even go into some health characteristics such as, you know, blood pressure, um, just general physical attributes that improve regardless of the specific type of training you're doing. And that's really important. The general qualities improve regardless of the specific type of training. Something like, again, that's why I put like this kind of gray area, like sprinting, because I'm sure, I guess not everyone's going to do a training quality that involves sprinting because you might be a swimmer per se, but there are like very specific niches in there within it. But if you think about it, if I am, you know, I'm training for basketball, I'm going to have improvements in my VO2 max. If I'm training for soccer, if I'm training for football, whatever it might be, you're going to have improvements in some general physical qualities. Again, in those ones I mentioned, sprinting would be one of those abilities. Specific qualities are related to specifically the goal, and they don't get better with the general practice. So like the ability to jump really high off of one foot is a specific quality. The ability to throw a baseball is a specific quality. The ability to have certain types of change of direction is a specific quality. Those specific qualities don't get better unless they are specifically trained. And that's why when I watch the basketball tournament, the TBT, I'm watching these older guys play and some of them are such different physical abilities despite being relatively the same age 
They might have some general qualities that are equal, but their specific abilities are so at times regress compared to what I saw them play with in college. And I wonder to myself, how many of these guys are actually still training specifically for their sport? How many of them are just doing general things? Like an example would be, oh, you know, I have this tournament. I want to stay in shape. I'm going to hop on the bicycle. I'm going to bike for X amount of time. Biking might improve your VO2 max. It might improve your cardiorespiratory fitness, but it's not necessarily going to get your legs ready for the impacts, the demands of a basketball game. So when I talk about the general aspects not helping the specific, that's exactly what I mean. But playing basketball can improve your VO2 max and your cardiorespiratory fitness, and at the same time, get you ready to play basketball. Some other things that might be specific are like, look, I'm going to do low-level plyometrics. I'm going to do uh, intensive plyometrics because they're all things you're going to be encountering in the sport that are specific to the sport and those demands. And they're going to improve your general ability, but they're not going to done the other way around, just like hopping on a bicycle. You're not going to improve your plyometric capacity. And that's really important because general health markers and general fitness markers are very important. They're obviously important. They are the kind of like the baseline systems that improve because again, you work your whole body when you work out. But if you have a specific goal, you might not reach your specific goal unless you identify your specific needs. So what I mean by that is if you want to get ready for the basketball tournament, like I'm watching here, doing some preparation work to keep your legs powerful, to quote unquote, keep them young and explosive might be needed in order for you to improve yourself to get ready for the tournament. At the same time, doing that kind of stuff, like the cardio, the, the plyos and the sprints and those kind of things are going to improve your general health markers or your general fitness abilities, VO2 max. Uh, so I hope that makes sense. Like I'm breaking it down. The general does not affect the specific. The specific does not affect the general. Did I say that right? The specific can affect the general. The general is not going to affect the specific. And this was actually outlined in Hans Seeley's 1952, I think it was the paper was written, the general adaptation syndrome. And basically it talks about whenever we encounter a specific, any stressor, cold, whatever it might be, we have a general hormonal response. But then relative to that stressor, we have a specific response. And that specific response is dependent on the type of stressor and the tissues that were stressed, therefore the adaptations that take place from the stress. And so when we think about working out, you might have some general qualities get better, but the specific ones also get better as well. And that's really important because that improves your specific work capacity. And that's what specific work capacity versus general work capacity really means. General work capacity it's kind of an ambiguous, nebulous term that's related to just the ability to do something, the ability to physically have some level of energetic and metabolic output. The specific work capacity has to do with the environment specifically you're in that you are putting out this output and your ability to repeat repeatedly do it. And that's typically it's more it can be localized kind of at times, but it's kind of a, a composite score. So like when you play a basketball game, your ability to play lots of basketball games might depend on your ability to change directions, to have certain tendon loading, to have repeat sprint ability, 
as well as some general things like your VO2 max and cardiorespiratory fitness and some base levels of strength. So your specific work capacity is a whole mixture of these qualities to specifically do something, play basketball. You might have a really high cardiorespiratory fitness or general strength abilities, and you decide to go and pitch a bunch of baseballs, you're going to have a really sore arm if you keep doing it and then do it the next day, and you're going to likely hit overuse issues. And itises and overuse issues typically come from an inadequate specific work capacity, in my opinion. So an inadequate work, an inadequate specific work capacity increases the likelihood of getting issues when doing specific things. An example is if you only swim and you go play basketball and you've been swimming every day for weeks, for months and months and months, and you go play basketball for a week straight every day, you're probably going to run into some overuse issues. So again, the specific work capacity is relative. And that is huge because people think, oh man, I'm in shape. I've been working out. I can do X, Y, and Z. Oh, of course I can go run sprints. Wrong. That's not correct. No. If you haven't been running sprints, you cannot just arbitrarily go run sprints. And so in my eyes, maintaining your athletic base is a specific quality related to certain sporting activities, but across many sports, it's relatively equal. And this is for any of you thinking about, this is what I do myself. I like to train a certain way. I like to keep my quote-unquote athletic base in, in decent order. And what I mean by that is I want to have the ability to handle ground impacts from an extensive and intensive manner. I want to be able to handle change of direction, single leg and double leg emphasis, double leg meaning the stopping position possibly, but obviously most cutting is single leg. I want to maintain the ability to sprint, jump, and be powerful. Wow. I just love that formula. How can you not? <laughs> As I take a, oh, a gasp it all in, right? How do you not enjoy being able to sprint and run jump? And it sounds like, again, that's my athletic base. Now, your athletic base might be different in context, but I think if you think about football, basketball, even baseball, soccer, pickleball, tennis, that's pretty all-encompassing what I just mentioned, or at least covers the majority of the bases of what you might encounter in those sports. And really importantly are those ground impacts and the ability to handle those rapid contractions. What I mean by rapid contraction is when you hit the ground, you have a rapid contraction. So it's a co-contraction, an eccentric loading, whatever it might be. You have a rapid loading and a contraction that follows suit with it. That's very different than just traditional lifting. So if you think traditional lifting is going to get you ready for specific events like basketball, you need to remember that lifting weights is specific in of itself. The more you lift, the better you get at lifting and the more often you can lift. That's a specific adaptation. That specific adaptation does not carry over. I lift a lot, therefore I can play lots of basketball and I have a high volume of specific work capacity for field-like sports. That is not correct. So in the case of training for athletics, the weight room is kind of this general plus or I call it a specific minus in the sense it can support those specific abilities that you want to develop for sport. But it itself is not the specific ability of sport. It's merely part of it. That is so important. If I'm... Oh, what example do I want to use? If I'm Olympic weightlifter, let's use Olympic weightlifting. Olympic weightlifting is a great example. Everyone knows it. It's very specific. The ability to catch a you know 
a snatch or a clean and jerk, those positions are very specific. Now, just because you've been doing a bunch of clean and jerks and you're doing a bunch of snatches does not mean you are ready to go play lots of basketball. However, it might mean that you have some of the functional qualities needed for basketball. Like you might have explosive leg power. You might have some strength abilities, but you're missing some of the other ingredients involved in that specific work capacity for basketball itself. Change of direction, single leg, double leg aspects, positional aspects, different transverse planes, frontal planes of loading, all that fun stuff that's related to basketball. So in a sense, weightlifting or traditional exercise in the weight room can help develop certain specific qualities for related to basketball, but it does not develop the entire specific work capacity for that of basketball. And so when you think about your athletic base, you need to consider the entirety of it. And so often we're just considering, oh, the weight room and what we're doing, the lifting. And maybe sometimes we jump in there and that's fine and dandy. But unless your goal is specifically the weight room, the weight room is going to be used in a somewhat generalized aspect, a generalized aspect in the sense that it might be for like, again, just not arbitrary, but certain qualities of strength. And you might develop certain specific qualities of strength, but it's never going to be the closeness to the specific qualities related to the sport because it's so innately different than that of the sport. So to sum it all together, specific qualities can improve general qualities. If I'm doing a specific exercise for basketball in the weight room, like let's say I deem a Bulgarian split squat a specific exercise, it's still going to improve the general aspect of lower leg strengthening. On the other end, just doing arbitrary lower leg strengthening, like maybe just a leg press or a knee extension, might not improve the specific exercise I think that is related to basketball, such as a Bulgarian split squat. So the general doesn't always improve the specific, but the specific can improve the general. In terms of work capacity, general work capacity might be related to some of these aspects like, again, strength, the ability to produce power, maybe VO2 max, but specific work capacity is directly related to that of the activity you're doing, your ability to repeat that activity, the capacity to do it, multiple times. And in doing such, you begin to realize that your general work capacity, yes, I have some aspect of physical fitness, does not carry over to every aspect of physical fitness because the physical fitness through which it's being developed is specific to the means in the same way that the weight room might get you ready for basketball in certain aspects, like the strength or the explosive legs, it's not going to get you specifically ready to go play a bunch of games because it's lacking some of the other things that are demanded of basketball to play lots of games, change of direction, the plyometrics, and so on. In turn, you kind of hear why I train my athletic base as a whole, different plyometrics, jumps, extensive work, because ultimately... I think that's going to be something that's fairly universal across many different sports and activities that you're doing because I think that's going to be training those qualities in a more specific fashion of what you might encounter, some of those change of direction stuff. Again, if you're swimming or rock climbing or other sports, obviously not. Majority of field sports, I should say. 
Obviously, if you want to get even more specific to your sport, you can do that by doing specific activities that are more specific, right? So that kind of layers of specificity. But in all, I think this kind of breakdown hopefully shines some light on what I'm trying to get at in regards to general and specific aspects and why if you're trying to reach your goals, you got to understand your specific goals. Some of them might be general. Some of them might be specific relative to a sport. And in doing such, you can make the best decisions for your training. So I hope that makes sense to you all. I appreciate you. Take care. Hope you enjoy. Peace out. I'm going to get back to watching some of this game. Thanks. Bye.